so much for listening to Tending there's always so much more that can be said. So if you'd like to continue this conversation, please join us in the Tending Lambs Facebook group. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tending Lambs, Instagram at Tending Lambs. For show notes, our blog, and other gentle things you can visit, check out TendingLambs.com. If you're a fan of this podcast and would like to help us continue creating content, we now have a Patreon. We would love it if you would as a patron, you'll be supporting the podcast, blog, and entire channel. Not only that, you'll receive lots of fun perks as well. Sign up to support us at patreon.com slash tendinglambs. And as always, until next time. Hey, and welcome back to Tending Lambs. I'm Katie. And I'm Abby. And today we are doing a welcome back episode just hanging out, talking about things we've learned this summer and what we've been up to, um, and maybe even going over a little bit of what we have planned for the rest of the season. So we're glad to be back. Woohoo! Season three. Season three, baby. <laughs> it's hard to believe. I know. It's really like, I was thinking about it the other day, how, how really insane that feels. We've been going pretty long. I'm kind of stokes about it i'm proud of us <laughs> i know <laughs> when we started this i was like i remember reading things about um what to do before you start a podcast and one of the things was like make sure you're committed to doing it don't you know blah 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 blah, blah. and i was like oh my gosh that means we're gonna have to actually do this for like six months at least you know and now here we are <laughs> yeah when we first started this i was like oh it's going to be so much fun. It'll all be fun. We'll just do it for like an hour a week. It's going to be so great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it is really great. Uh, it is. I'm kind of glad we didn't know what we were getting into because uh, I'm glad to be here, but we probably would have felt a little intimidated. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I d- that's definitely true for me. I don't think I would have been as, um, eh, I don't want to say as excited, but I would have been like, whoa, this is going to be a lot of work. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, when we started, we were doing every week. We were. Yeah. Moving lot. every other week has helped a lot. Yeah, it definitely has. And definitely has. two, it's like, for me, it's been like as sometimes challenging as it's been, like the, you know, time commitment and things like that. Man, it's been so good for me because it's like really mm. forced me to like, know how to articulate what I think and how I believe about parenting yeah in some cases it's really challenged me like do I believe that (laughs) why do I believe that you know or right I've never really had to think about that before or whatever so um it's been kind of a cool position to be put into like you know just with all the research that we do and stuff like that so yeah, definitely. So, and I've been actually thinking lately more to get into a specific subject, more about potty training because Calvin, it's been the summer and there are all sorts of philosophies on whether, mm-hmm. how to do it, if you do it at all and all of that stuff. And I was thinking, you know, that might be a good subject to go into for an episode just because of what you were saying, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of forces you to think through and to, you know, what you want to do about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. I bet we would get a lot of listens to that one. <laughs> that is yeah. like such a practical, 
thing because I've been thinking about that too with Evie. We're not, um, for those who don't know, I'm currently eight and a half months pregnant. (laughs) So we are expecting a little baby here sometime in the next four or five weeks or so. Well, I guess. Oh my gosh. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, So we decided Evie is uh, 26 months, 27 months now. So my husband and I, you know, we aren't sure what we'll do potty training wise, but we were just like, we've just heard too many stories of people like who really get the potty stuff down. And then as soon as the baby's born, it's all yeah, the toilet for uh, lack of a better term. So we were just like, you know, we're just going to have two in diapers for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea to wait until that big transition is. Yeah. yeah the hump of that transition is over. You know? Not stress everyone out. I've listened to too no. much Jane Atlantic Berry. I have such low expectations for after this baby is born. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. She- I feel like almost ruined in the best way because of Janet Lansbury. And I'm like, have absolutely uh-huh. no expectations of Calvin. And those, well, not no expectations, but no like expectations that he will do something behave for me or be- behave, yeah, yeah, behave a specific way because it all kind of goes out the window when there's a new baby and yep. on board. Yeah. I'm just kind of planning on it being hard and then if it's easier then I'll be pleasantly surprised (laughs) I think that's a good way to to go (laughs) to go about it well so I know what you've been doing this summer Katie but why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your summer break huh okay I've got to think about my summer (laughs) what have we been doing um so I um, was working back at my old Montessori school, which was a lot of fun. And I was working with them back in the, um, in this, well, early spring, like, is February still spring? What's the first day of summer? March 21st, right? <laughs> I yeah. I'm actually <laughs> super impressed right now. <laughs> so back in February, before the lockdown happened, I was back at the school in, uh, like the pre-primary class, like the it's like three to six-year-old range it kind of is a little bit wonky in Montessori because they don't go specifically by age. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was back in the classroom and it was feeling great. And then the lockdown happened and I got laid off. You know, we didn't know how long we were going to be locked down for. And then it just kept going and going. And then I just didn't, wasn't needed back. But then uh, they decided to open for the families that needed childcare during the summer, and there were f- few enough for them to feel comfortable opening back up. And I was back for that. But um, then, as the weeks went on, they just didn't have any more signing up, and I was sadly unnecessary and lowest on the totem pole in terms of seniority. So I got laid off again, and now Calvin and I have just been having a good summer by ourselves living that summer layoff life yeah exactly and just you know enduring the the georgia heat and uh but actually having a really good time like spending some time outside and mm-hmm. um making new friends and going to the park all sorts of stuff like that yeah 
Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good time. What about you? I have been growing a baby this summer, <laughs> which is a super fun summer activity in Florida. I will say that. <laughs> it's a little hot. Um, we have spent a lot of time at the pool. Yeah, just trying to stay cool. Um, I've read quite a few books this summer, trying to kind of get ready for this baby and um, kind of knowing what I want to do differently this time has been kind of fun because I've been mm. able to kind of spend this pregnancy getting a little more prepared. So that's kind of been a cool adventure. That's cool. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> I mean, after you've told your your that's you about know, it. Update. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we, um, my husband and I bought a fixer-upper three years ago, three years ago. And if you live in a fixer-upper, you know that it's never fixed up. <laughs> so we've, uh, you know, my, it's kind of fun because when we bought the house, we bought it and then found out like five weeks later that we were pregnant with my daughter. So um, it's kind of funny. People would ask like, oh, are you decorating the nursery? And I'd be like, no, we're just trying to like get floors and baseboards in, you know, like <laughs> if, the, if the kid has floors, I will be happy. Um, so it's been kind of fun because now we're down to like more just upgrading projects that we like or, you know, just finishing mm -hmm. little tiny things room transitions and things like that that right. never seem to get done after you have a baby so um it's been a little more fun nesting this time I feel like I've had a bit more of a like traditional like oh I'd like to get this done oh I think I'll clean out our spice cabinet you know <laughs> so <laughs> that's amazing that's I you know I'm nice. looking forward to that one god willing we have another in the future I'm really looking forward to that because as you know but I don't know if everybody else knows, like when I was pregnant with Calvin, we were in a tiny one bedroom apartment that we knew, we thought we were leaving the country in like, like less than a year. So we thought we were going to be out of there. And I felt like absolutely no urgency in terms of that kind of stuff. So now I'm like, have super baby fever and I already feel like nesting like okay gotta get the nursery ready and I'm like not anywhere <laughs> close to pregnant <laughs> it's such a like kind of cool and useful instinct <laughs> I, right <laughs> yeah if you can channel it for yeah. sure yeah um so some of the books I read this summer um one of the big things well we discovered um RIE, which Janet Lansbury is an RIE, RIE, and um, like educator. It stands for resources for, <laughs> I actually until recently thought it was resources for in infant educators, which is really funny because I've been a huge proponent of it for a long time. It wasn't until I read <laughs> this book that I realized it was resources for infant educarers, which I had no idea. <laughs> Oh, I had no idea until just I know. now. I know. I was like, I read it more carefully when I was actually reading the book. So uh -huh. I read Magda Gerber's book on that, which was really good and insightful. Um, so we are planning on doing that from day one this time, which is really fun. I'm excited about that. Um, 
And then I've been reading right now, uh, Siblings Without Rivalry by Adele Faber, I think it is. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to kind of get that uh, stewing in my brain while I have time to read. (laughs) How far are you into that one? Just a few chapters. I haven't super gotten far into it, but it's really good so far. Yeah. I really envy your... um your focus on reading you you read so much and I'm like man this girl's like running laps around me (laughs) in in terms of books I've got like three books on my nightstand that have like a handful of chapters read each (laughs) I they like just stay like that (laughs) I really would like to read more but then you know start embroidering you can't really read at the same time I don't know know. it's like you have to have only one hobby per like yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) you can only have them in one place it's true um so uh one thing my husband and I have been really interested in just randomly this summer has been the love languages which is kind of cool we kind of started because he and I have very different love languages so our interest, I think, kind of peaked with that because we were just talking about, like, the ways that we communicate and how we're different and how we receive and give love, um, which can be challenging in marriage sometimes. So we kind of started our discussion about that, um, and we've learned quite a bit about it, which is really cool. And it's actually been kind of cool because another one of the books that I read was um, The Five Love Languages for Kids. So you can actually, like... Evie's still really young, but I can already kind of pick out, like, what isn't her love language, which is kind of cool. Oh, um, that's neat. Yeah, but I just was like, that that seems like a really cool idea to, like, take these principles and, like, not just apply them to your spouse, but um, to how you show love to your kids, too. So Yeah. So, I don't know what Calvin's love languages are yet, but if it, if you could quantify saying mama a million times until I look and then constantly showing me what he's doing. (laughs) Is that a love language? Is that a love language? Because if it is, that's his. He will not rest until I look at whatever it is that he's doing. It's like, I mean, it could be like a minute, not that it usually goes that long, but (laughs) before I look, but I mean, it's, you know, one after the other, after the other, yep. after the other. Yep. Full attention. Yes. Quality time, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Also, though, he he doesn't, he's not satisfied if I look at it and, like, acknowledge it. He has, he, I have to be like, yes, I see. Like, I have to actually yeah. communicate that I am connected. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> it is really cute. Oh, it is. Other than that, I think that's about it. Just yeah. getting ready for a baby. That's, yeah. That's, next that's pretty big. That's a pretty big thing. That's pretty big. Yeah. Um, I was just going to pull up our season that we have planned out and give people a little sneak peek. Sounds good. Um, one of the ones I'm really excited about, we're hoping to have someone on about... Um, food and just basically a feeding episode um i know that's especially relevant for toddlers and you know young kids um but i think it's never too late 
if that's something that, you know, maybe you haven't handled well in the past Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, it's just never too late to have a healthy relationship with food. And um, I really enjoy feeding littles. I did their course um, and didn't realize for myself (laughs) as with all of gentle parenting (laughs) the principles always seem to apply to me too um but it also kind of like pointed out some unhealthy um ways that I have related to food um and ways that I had not thought about so um I hope that's a helpful episode not just to parents of toddlers but um really just parents to any age but then you know how it applies to you as well is is sometimes really eye-opening. Well, I think there could also be a really good one for teenagers. There's so much, so much shame around food. And even for teenage guys, like people joke about the amount of food that teenage guys eat, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think like they have, there's a little bit less pressure on guys, generally speaking, in terms of food than, than girls, um, man, when I was, uh, I was a D now leader for one, like discipleship now, um, like weekend and basically, so we had like a little sleepover with the girls and basically the main thing, the main topic of conversation that was completely organic, their main concerns were about food. So many of these girls would just like not even eat at school at all. Like they would just complete, like one girl brought guacamole with carrot sticks for lunch. That was her lunch, mm. which is ridiculous to begin with. But she brought that because she thought it was going to be like the safe option. And she still got like made fun of for like yeah. somehow. And so she threw it in the trash. And then, you know, then they like gorge when they get home. So anyway, I think it's a really good topic of conversation for all ages. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, even on the opposite side of that, like I've always been very small um, and I've actually had seasons of my life where I have a hard time keeping weight on, like enough weight, like to where I'm actually unhealthy to some degree on the other end of the spectrum. But as a kid, Mm -hmm. I always got comments about how small I was, how skinny I was. Um, Mm. So I think it's just, it's just interesting how really... Um, it seems like no matter what size you are, uh, that can be a really sensitive topic, you know, for kids, especially, um, who are already so self-aware of their bodies and how they're changing. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that one. We have a couple ideas for a guest about, um, uh, for that one. Another one I'm excited about is an episode on the transition from um, punitive parenting to gentle parenting um, with some guests who already had kids and didn't start out as gentle parents. And I think that will be worth its weight in gold because... Hugely important. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Because, man, so many people are in that position. We see it all the time in our group. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's one of the biggest things that we have in the group. Um, One of the biggest things that comes up. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then another one I'm excited about is um, gentle parenting 
um, foster kids or abuse victims. Um, and that could include adoptive kids as well. So I think that'll be a really helpful episode for some families, not just in our group, but, you know, we actually, it's interesting to me how many people actually come to gentle parenting as like adoptive parents or foster parents, because like, I know one reason is when you foster, you can't spank. Um, right. And so really when you're looking for some practical solutions, uh, it makes sense to kind of adopt a gentle parenting mindset. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, something that I'm really looking forward to that um, I just really can't wait to dive into once we wrap our minds around it is um, just focusing a few episodes on um, popular Christian parenting books mm-hmm. and going through them, doing book reviews for them, because I think that'll be like hugely valuable. These are books that like most people in at least American Christianity are using to like base their parenting around. And I think it'll be really, really useful to myself and to most of our listeners to, um, to have a resource that Mm -hmm. breaks it down so they don't have to read it necessarily (laughs) or that if they do read it, maybe pointing out some things like why this is or isn't in line with what we think true biblical parenting is right we believe believe it is so i think that'll be really those will be really good episodes yeah that comes up uh pretty frequently in our group too is you know people who are doing a church parenting study or something or a friend wants to go through a book with them and maybe they just don't have the time which i think is a perfectly reasonable (laughs) thing to say like i really don't have the time to you know go through this book that I know I'm going to disagree with. Not that you should always just read things you agree with, but. Um, if you know going into it that it's not yeah. worth your, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be good to have a resource where you can say like, hey, I really don't agree with that book, but you can either listen to the episode and kind of get the highlights or maybe even it would be a resource that you'd feel comfortable sharing with that friend or that group of people. Yeah. Um, so I hope that's a helpful resource. We had talked about doing that last season and just to be perfectly frank with the pandemic, <laughs> Katie and Sam and I were all like, we cannot handle one more heavy thing right now. <laughs> no, I was honestly losing my mind. Yeah. Like, and I think like, for our own mental health, we cannot read these books during a pandemic. <laughs> no, no, that like, absolutely not. Like I really had the best of intentions too i was like you know what this is this is it this is the opportunity i'm gonna do it and then i was like nope yeah not gonna happen too much heavy stuff going on in the world to handle that too so we made the uh conscious decision to put it off a season (laughs) (laughs) after a few weeks of like the not so conscious decision to just ignore it (laughs) exactly yeah and then we were like okay let's just not let's just not right now so but I do want to do that because I think it'll I think it really will be a helpful resource so yeah definitely well I think that's about for a welcome back episode I'm excited I know me too this was fun yeah I miss talking 
with I know. you guys. I wish Sam could be here too. Yeah, she wasn't able to make it this evening for recording, but um, yeah, I'm excited for this season and I hope that you guys will um, join our group if you're not already in there. There's so many great resources, so many great parents in there of all different walks of life and experience levels and um, that's just been a really kind of high point of my summer too has been just staying connected in there so mm. all right well we will see you in a couple weeks all right guys see you later thanks so much for listening to tending lambs there's always so much more that can be said so if you'd like to continue the conversation please join us in the tending lambs facebook group we're also on facebook at facebook.com tending lambs instagram at tending lambs And for show notes, our blog, and other gentle parenting resources, check out TendingLambs.com. If you're a fan of this podcast and would like to help us continue creating content, we now have a Patreon. We'd love it if you would consider supporting us through that platform. As a patron, you'll be supporting the podcast, blog, and entire Tending Lambs community. But not only that, you'll receive lots of fun perks as well. Sign up to support us at patreon.com slash tendinglambs. And as always, until next time.